Hey, it's me, Jackson, the host of the podcast you sometimes listen to. I'm just dropping in here at the front to let you know like what's been going on and why our upload schedule has been a mess. Uh, what ended up happening was uh, the day after uploading our season premiere, I tested positive for COVID. And if you're trying to produce a podcast, um, that's not a good thing. What happened was I quickly went from having a super busy schedule to just a long blur of sleeping and not being able to taste and just feeling awful. Um, I did recover. Um, I do recommend wearing a mask and getting vaccinated. I'm sorry if that offends you, but I'm also not sorry. Um, that definitely recommended. Uh, right after recovering from COVID, uh, it was also time for the holidays. Another busy time, which is, again, not great for producing a podcast. Um, what I've been doing after all that has finally ended, is I've just been trying to catch up on everything I've missed. And uh, I just wanted to come and say, hey, I really appreciate all the patience and that you've stuck with us. I mean, you have because you're listening right now. You could stop at any point. And uh, just a very big thank you and maybe a little hug. But I did have COVID, so we'll rain check on the hug. And um, I'd say without any further ado, please have a listen. We've worked hard on it. I know it might be a little spottier than um, recent works we've done. I also um, have done some experimenting with uh, different segments recorded at different times, which should be exciting. We have some exciting new plans, and I'm just kind of rambling on, even though I said without further ado. So now, finally, this isn't a trick. Without further ado, please enjoy. Happy Filmatopsy Winter Holiday to you. Wow, David. I've really been having fun singing holiday carols with you for the past month without any breaks. But don't you guys think we should get started on our annual Film Autopsy holiday episode? Jackson, shut up. I just want to sing. Hold on, Jackson. Did you say three weeks? Who the hell are you? We missed the upload date! Oh, oh no, uh, the episode. I have to get Sprite Cranberry. We need new songs. Oh, and what do we do? David, stop singing. It's I'm not helpful. Sing. Okay, okay. We can do this. All right, we just need to pick a, a really good movie. You know, something we can discuss a lot. But Jackson, how are we going to find the perfect holiday movie to talk about for the podcast? It needs to be something that we can discuss, really fight about. Hmm. Hmm. I know what we have to do, David. What? You know. No. David, go check the big book of movies. Are you sure? You want me to never open that. The danger, the risk. It has ruined minds. We have no choice, David. We need a movie to do. Okay. Let me get it. <sighs> the stakes are too high. Okay. Quick! Quickly! We don't right, have time! Alright, okay. Alright. Get to the Christmas section. Right here. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, what do we got? Something six, classic? 64. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? That's overdone. Everyone does that. Okay. Uh, 1988. Die Hard? I, I don't want to talk about Die Hard. I guess it's fair. Um, 96. Alf. Uh, don't you mean Elf? No, it, it says Alf. A-L-F. Never mind. Whatever. Okay. What about the movie with like the weird CGI, um, like oh, monster abomination? Two thousand four, Polar Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a second. Uh, right here. Yeah, that's perfect. That one. Yes. 
Okay. okay. I'm gonna go round up the gang and see if we can pull this off. Okay, I'm gonna go get costumes. Uh, no, David, we're... We're in audio format. We don't need costumes. Why? I... Uh, we don't have time to fight. Uh, Just go! Okay. Are they still doing songs? It's been like a month. Guys, we missed the upload date. What? Quick, we've, we've got to do we've got to do an episode now. Uh, what, what what movie? I, we just I opened the big book of movies and and we picked um Polar Express. The Polar Express. I've got all the facts written out here. It has facts. Yes. <laughs> Quick. Okay. So, Rosemary, remember how um. We did, uh, a couple weeks ago, we worked together, I, I did the research, and you put together the one report. The incest report? Yes. <laughs> yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... It's perfect. Because I, I, it's cohesive. It works so well. Hello, well, let's do the intro now. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Film Autopsy, where we watch terrible movies and share our thoughts on them. I'm your host, Jackson Curry, and today I am joined by Keelan McCafferty! Hi! Do you have a... What, what fun name do you want to be? Uh, my name on the Science Olympiad team is Lil Reezy. Lil Reezy! <laughs> wow. And Lil Reezy. That's what's gonna go in the, the description for this episode. You... Fully committed. Lil Reezy. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. So, hey everybody, we're back. Yeah, it's been a second. Um, whoops. Sometimes things happen. Let's get. Are you guys ready to get, let's just jump right in with unique news? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. I, if you heard in our, our wonderful, completely improvised intro, um, we've cooked up something special this time. Um, I did the research and Lil Reezy um, <laughs> put it all together. Um, do you want to take the, the do you want to take the lead with this one, or do you want me to introduce it? You should probably introduce it. Okay. So for all of our Christmas episodes, this is kind of our Christmas episode. I know we're super delayed, but what we we always do like a report, like Sprite Cranberry, and we haven't been going that that long with the show, so that's all we've done. But this time, we thought we'd do something fun and Christmas-related, and we would be talking about the um, what has gone on to become the famous Folgers Incest uh, Christmas ad. Yes. Its official name is Peter Comes Home for Christmas. It is a remake of one of their older ads. You want me to... I'll pass you this. Yeah. All the info. Yeah. Fill yeah. us in, expert. Yeah. So, in 2009, Folders released a holiday commercial featuring a brother and sister duo. The brother had been on a trip in West Africa, and he surprises his family by coming home for Christmas. So, the ones who answer the... <coughs> she needs water! Ah! Oh, I need water. Perfect. The one to answer the door is the sister. And... She's right now just a visual. She's just staring in horror at this the the laptop. I wrote this, so this is all my doing. Yes. Um. I did not make the commercial, though. I would like to clarify. Good to know. Good to know. Yes. 
And That's why we got the exclusive interview. Ex- <laughs> exclusive yeah. interview. And the sister then makes some Folgers coffee because it is a coffee commercial. So coffee is good to have in a coffee commercial. And the brother then explains, <clears throat> finally, some real coffee. After coming home from Africa. After coming home from West Africa, which is known for its superior coffee brews. <laughs> so after they exchange gifts, as they are exchanging gifts, actually, the brother hands the sister a present. So the sister then takes the bow off of the present and places it on her brother's chest. He then asks, what are you doing? She says, you're my present this year, with a flirty glance. And it's, it is very odd. Like, you immediately read into it. What's yeah, going on. It's, it's less about what's happening in front of your eyes and more what's happening behind the scenes. The sexual tension is there. I think Actually, to... the, the set, everyone on set that day claims there was no romantic or sexual tension, but I do not believe that. I think that's one of the strangest parts, is like reading through all the interviews, it's like, yeah, we thought it was just this really innocent thing. And it's how just... do you, how do you watch that? How do you produce that and think, no, this won't be taken in an incestuous tone? It's strange. <laughs> Part of it, I think, is the casting. It seems like maybe the role was fit for a younger sibling. Yes. If a younger, if his little sister was much younger, like, let's say she was like seven or eight, then it would be very cute and wholesome, and it wouldn't be taken in an incestuous tone, because it would just be like, oh, his little sister's happy that he came home for Christmas. His older sister is... A little too excited for him to be home for Christmas. <laughs> it, it doesn't just end there, though. The rabbit hole, it goes deeper. And, um... Foldercest has been born. Yes. Foldercest. That's, that's like, a, it's a tag for, um, lots of fan fiction. And, yeah, I, I, I'm a thorough researcher, and it's just awful. It's a, it's a nightmare. You what? were very thorough. It was not a fun read. I don't recommend <laughs> you it. You read it? Yes. All of it? No. Okay, no, thank because God. Because there's so much. It's... it's The fan fiction he's talking about is the X-rated Folders Meets Star Wars story, Returning Home. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't do it. I skimmed it, and I was like, yep, that's all I need. So if you'd like to read it, the author is Aza Azdim. Should we link it? Yeah, I think we should link it. Credit. Yeah, Yeah. credit the amazing author of the fanfiction based off of Folgers and Star Wars, of all things. It's a very weird mix of the two. Well, because people ship Luke and Leia, and it's like, no, they're siblings. Yeah, that's actually it, yeah. 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 Oh, that's how that goes? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because of that, that one scene where she kisses him before they knew they were siblings. Which, if you've never in, seen Star Wars. I've never seen yeah. Star Wars. If you've never seen Star Wars, there's one scene in Star Wars where Leia kisses Luke, like, on the lips. Yeah. It, to try to make Han jealous. But they don't know their siblings yet. So it's like, she's trying to get with them, but it's really her brother. Because <laughs> no one told them they were siblings. That's a bit horrifying. Yeah, yeah, lots of incest in Star Wars. Well, the author of this uh, <laughs> fan fiction says, I really, quote here. Yes, quote, I really think Folger Cest is a peak example of fandom at its best. It's wildly creative, absurd, transformative. It really has relatively little to do with the source material and everything to do with the meaning we have ascribed to it. 
Can we get them on the pod, dude? <laughs> I, the author. Invite, we should invite them. I think so. This is our formal invitation. So, uh, author, whatever your handle was. As a, A-Z-A, as a, that, if I'm pronouncing it wrong, then, oops. This, please come on our podcast. Yeah. Yes, please. Talk about your fan fiction. Please. And how... And and what the commercial means to you, and how what incest means to you? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us your deep connection to the story you've written about Star Wars and the Holder incest commercial. We would really love to hear it. You know, <laughs> would we? I think we would. Oh, sound off. No, <laughs> email him. And I feel like maybe that's as, as far deep into incest we want to go today. I don't know, Jackson. Do you want to go deeper? <sighs> do you have more? No. Okay, that's oh, a sigh of relief all around. You know what? I think for good measure, I'm going to take this back. Good idea. We don't want you I, getting distracted and this. reading the, the fanfic. While oh, yeah, I could read the fanfic out loud. Oh, that's a Patreon thing. <laughs> That's a, yeah, subscribe to our if Patreon. If you want us to have a Patreon, that's, subscribe. The, that's the first thing I will do. I will do, like, audiobook quality. No, reading. I will read it. I'm, I've am i read fanfiction to my friends before, and they actually fell asleep to me reading a fanfiction about Quackity X Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Quackity and Obama. I wish I was lying. They Just fell asleep. To there. <laughs> they fell asleep. Different episode. Was it, so I... Uh, having read it, do you think it's something that you would fall asleep to? No. <laughs> so it wasn't like a peaceful thing. It was. It was very unpeaceful. It was very jarring. I think uh, Donald Trump was a kawaii girl too. Ah. Huh. <laughs> Makes if sense. I remember correctly. Makes sense. I don't think I would ever sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they did. Just keep me up. I don't know how they fell asleep to it. Yikes. Incest time is over, I think. Um, moving on, I've I've checked, I've looked in the big book of movies. I know I shouldn't have, but I looked into it, and I've got some movie facts for us. Are you ready? No. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. You've had weeks to prepare. That's we still were... not enough time. Well, well, do more. No, we've been too delayed already. It was, this was was kind of surprising. It was released on October thirtieth, two thousand and four, which. That seems a bit early for a Christmas That's movie. What I'm thinking, yeah. I'm not getting gear enough for Halloween and thinking, oh, it's time to watch some little boys on a train. No. Unless it's going to be spooky. You and know? Halloween is the a day after. Spoil- spoiling a little bit, this movie does get kind of spooky. Yeah. Yeah. So it could it's be a It's a Halloween horror movie. Christmas movie. The director, this one's another interesting, is Robert Zemeckis, who also directed the Back to the Future trilogy. Oh, Again, wow. a little bit of incest. <laughs> what? That's the theme. What? Oh, With, yeah. Um, going yeah. back in time. Yeah, mom. because... Yep. I didn't plan that. Yeah. Wait. Have you ever seen Back to the Future? When I was, like, five? Yeah. Mm. It's... um. Well, the main character has a plot to set up his mom and his dad, because he's back in the future, so he tries to, um... Originally, it, things get kind of wacky, and his mom is really into him. 
yeah, his mom, his mom is, is really into her future son. Um, dang. They put two budgets. Um, yeah, I'm just breezing past the incest once again. Uh, for budget. <laughs> 165 million or 150 million. Thinking back, people are either going to um, think this is funny or just absolutely hate this episode. And I'm curious what this reaction will be. Because of all the incest? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's either. I don't know. Do you have any audience in Alabama? Oh, oh no. No. Oh, gonna... no. Oh, our core demographic. No. They're never going to listen again. <laughs> no. Maybe this will draw some Alabama oh, no. in. Oh, we'll no. I'm get, sorry, we'll, Alabama. I, we'll get more viewers because they'll be so pissed at us. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, for look the at shock these. and awe approach. <laughs> look at how crazy we are. Shock comedy. Just peak. No. So, what do we think? Does this look like a $150 million movie? Yeah. It kind of looks like... Well, no, I Have you it's... ever played the video game Life is Strange? Because the animation kind of reminisces yeah. on that, but, like, ten times worse. Yeah. I'm thinking... Life is Strange is such a good video game. Side note. It's it's good. It's good. But the animation... For a video... See, the animation in the Polar Express could pass for a video game animation. Yeah. It could not pass for a movie animation. Mm -hmm. yeah, it just... was 2004, to be fair. That's what I tried to keep in mind. But it was also a little rough. Yeah. There were a lot of plot holes that were left to be unanswered as well, along with the terrible animation. Mm -hmm. Reviews kind of surprised me, because I always kind of thought of this as just a well-received Christmas movie, but yeah. kind of not. Because like, it's nostalgic. Yeah. Every, I remember in elementary school, everyone was like, the Polar Express, oh my god, like when we got to watch a movie before Christmas. That was the break, movie. Yeah. That was the movie that yeah. everyone picked, and everyone loved it, and I was just sitting over in the corner hating my life. Was that related was to that the movie, or the just, is that just unrelated? <laughs> um, I think really the movie played a big part of my self hatred. Just in your formative, <laughs> formative years, you think? it was in my formative years, so it really played a big part in who I am today, and so it did not work out well. So this is kind of like you coping. This this podcast. Oh, I, I wasn't aware. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. This is this is Rosemary's doing a big therapy thing today. time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a big step in your healing journey. Well, I hope yes. we can help. <laughs> Um, I am probably won't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> IMDb puts it at six point six out of ten. I feel like it deserves lower. Yeah. It's really not that great. That's kind of where I would have put it before watching this again. I just I would have been like, yeah, about a seven mm -hmm. out of ten. I probably would have put it at a four before watching again and after watching it again. Mm -hmm. I think I might put it at a three. Wow. Rotten Tomatoes is a little closer, fifty six percent. That's like the critic score, but the audience score, closer, like 63, so... Hmm. Audiences are stupid. Yeah, that's also just kind of how Rotten Tomatoes works, where it's like, oh, we can't really consider. Mm-hmm. Metacritic, 61. So, it's lower than I would have expected going in, but having seen it now, I'm like, alright, this is... Yeah, I would rate it about a 6 out of 10. I feel like it feels fair, even though I personally have a strong distaste for this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. let's, let's get started! Woohoo! Yeah! Alright, uh, we open with Tom Hanks, and if you like Tom Hanks, this is a good movie for you. But if you don't, Wait, stay away. Wait, it's Tom Hanks? There yeah. is so much Tom he Hanks He plays, like, movie. almost all of the characters. 
Adult ones. Yeah. Yes. Is that symbolism? Is Does that mean that growing up, um, every adult is Tom Hanks? I think so. Yeah, Tom Hanks. And yeah. as I grew up and noticed that every adult wasn't Tom Hanks, I got That traumatized really, you, didn't it? It did. I got really disappointed because this false narrative had been presented to me at such a young age. He's Tom Hanks is America's dad. He's the father of our nation. (laughs) (laughs) He built this country. founding father. His name is on the declaration. (laughs) His face is on Mount Rushmore. Just like really small. Yeah. It's just really small. It's life-sized. It's right in the corner. It's right in the corner. Right above George. He's hiding in in one of the beards. Um, young Tom Hanks, um, I believe he's listed as hero boy. Let me double check. He does not have a name. No. But our, our protagonist yes. does not have a I name. I don't believe hero any boy. of the characters actually have a name. We have besides... very few. We have Billy. Mm-hmm. And we have some which are sort of named. Smokey. Sarah is his sister. Right. Um, another interesting thing, which you can kind of... How it's inconsistent, like, with just every character will sound different. Just, like, there's inconsistencies with the same character. Like, in one scene, they'll oh, sound... Yeah. It's because they're played by different actors. Interesting. Like, there's yeah. one or two different actors for our main character. Yeah. Which it could be for, like, some some characters sing, so maybe they have that. But mm. Hero Boy sings not a note. <laughs> yeah. Not a note. Not a single note was tweeted out of his mouth. His eyes are always watching me while I sleep. Glassy, dull eyes. Um, We—he's staying up late at night. This is the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. and he's breaking one of the Christmas rules, right? You're supposed to be asleep. Yeah, because if you're not asleep, Santa can sense if you're not asleep, and And then you won't get presents. Exactly. Yeah, you have to sleep. Christmas rules. Um, his—he's—he does like some research. He's looking into things. He's he's a he's, he's a Santa skeptic. I can imagine him like having the red string and connecting all the dots. Oh, absolutely! Because on he the post on like a board in his mm-hmm, room. Mm-hmm. Because he hears what he thinks is Santa, but surprise, surprise, it's his dad tucking in his little sister, and he's he's like, oh, he's fake. Because then he goes just on this researching rampage where he's looking yeah. up books. And he's like, oh, nothing can live in the North Pole. Science says nothing lives in the North Pole. Which I think he may. Science have... also says the Earth is round, though. Like a train. <laughs> He's got this hot ass radiator in his room. Oh like yeah. He burns his yeah. hand. Yeah, and it toots like a train. It does. That it, didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. Why I don't think it... radiators are supposed to do There's that. Something wrong with your radiator, hero boy? You gotta I get that don't. Out. I don't have a radiator, but. From my experience in logic, they don't do that. There's so much. I think Tom Hanks plays his father, the conductor, a hobo, um, the Santa, but like they they pitch his voice lower. Yeah. But what? Here's my trick for identifying Tom Hanks. I found I found that when he gets loud, like when he yells, you can immediately spot him. Yes, I yeah I did notice that very specific sound. Mm -hmm. When his parents come in to like to tuck him in, um, they look terrifying because like I think they just 
figured no one would care, so they didn't really bother animating. They focused on the kid. So when they're walking up to his bed, when they're kind of in frame, they're just like their faces aren't moving, but they're still saying their lines. Really? Yeah. I did not even notice that. I was very focused on this child Good. that was asleep. I did what the movie wanted me to do. Yeah, I also did what the movie wanted me to do. I, I wish fell directly I, into see, its trap. I should have fallen. I should have followed the movie rules, but I didn't, and I was terrified by faceless parents. Um, I think starting out, the movie does a good job of, like, showing and not telling. Like, they don't immediately go, oh, he doesn't believe in Santa. They, like, he does his research, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It foreshadows it. It sets things up. Well you know, enough. my teachers growing up always told me to do my research, and I've always found that hard to believe, because when the kid did the research in the movie... Well, he just had it all with him. He so... was just proven wrong. <laughs> immediately immediately yeah he was just proven wrong i think it builds on like another weird thing that almost all christmas movies with santa like they do where adults don't believe in santa but he still operates within this world which is really odd yeah because where do they think the presents come from yeah where I do mean, they i know. always that's what reality are we living in where there's a plot hole in like every christmas movie ever where the kids like i don't know if santa's real and then they get presents on christmas morning and suddenly everything's fixed and the parents are just cool with They're having like, like yeah i mean obviously someone broke in last night and just brought presents left them stuff yeah that's really strange yeah they the movie felt proud of the faces because they focused on them a lot. Yeah. Are we yeah. going to talk about the Uncanny Valley? Let's talk about that now. Let's okay. unpack that. Because... Right. Shouldn't we go close. in order? <clears throat> well, Uncanny Valley is, like, the a thing when, like, you see something that is almost human, but it doesn't look quite human. It's... Oh, I thought we were talking about later in the movie where there's... Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uncanny... Uh, so, yeah, so... It's this, like, term with, like, animation and... Things where it's not quite human and your brain sees it and goes what is that it's yeah and it, it really like freaks you out so i felt very uncomfortable the whole movie mm -hmm. because of the uncanny valley and i think i i heard somewhere that like in early screenings of the polar express when it came out the children in the audience were crying because of how creepy the characters looked because of uncanny valley because they get close but it's not quite i think if yeah. they had just decided to go more cartoonish with them, it would have been less jarring. Yeah. Yeah, but they tried to make it look realistic. They're like, let's but... get as close as we can, and it did not work. Yeah, it did not just work. Just with, like, the, the animation technology that existed in 2004, there's no way you could get But that wasn't close. there... But when was um that Narnia? Narnia, didn't they have... Wasn't that made around the same time? I believe so. Because that had great animation quality. Like, it was really, it was, it, well, maybe not the best, but it was a lot I'd better. It would still hold up, but I also think it's, it would, I think people are, like, way up there with, like, hardest things to animate, right? Yeah. So, that is playing into it, I think. It's... Maybe they should have just made this an anime. Polar <laughs> yeah. Express anime. The, the like, there would be like fight Honestly, scenes with on the, the amount top of filler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was a good joke. About Thank anime. you. Look at how 
So surprise, surprise, um, a train shows up. And, and it, it rattles. is loud as hell. I yeah. kind of wonder how the parents did not question it, how it did not wake the parents. Why? Yeah. Because this... they don't believe in the magic of Santa. Is it like the bells? Because if but like he didn't believe either, so he was skeptical. Maybe I also question how this train picks the right children to pick up. Are I they think, all skeptics, so I have, or I have are some of them believers? That the polar, I have a theory that the Polar Express only picks up kids whose belief in Santa is fading out. I thought it was something like to force them to still believe in Santa. Yeah, I always thought it was like, like this is your last chance. Where like if you you didn't write your letter and you didn't visit him. Then the Polar Express shows up and it's like, hey, this is it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the skeptics might make, that might fit better. Yeah. It's really confusing overall. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this kid just gets on this train. Yeah, the conductor shows up and he's like pissed off and he kind of just stays this way for the rest of the movie. He's always He's just, definitely a character. He's a character. He's mm-hmm. always mad. Also played by Tom Hanks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Should we just Thank shout you. out Tom Hanks whenever we get him in? Thank you, Tom Hanks. Yes. Honestly, Hot Take, I think the score is pretty good I, throughout the whole movie. That was my favorite part, I think. Like, I think the score is good. When it immediately started, I was like, oh yeah, this sets the atmosphere pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I feel like the music is okay. Um, that's what I would give the, the, the best of award to the yeah. award I just made up <laughs> the yes. best of yeah, the best the part the, was the, the score was pretty good and it's iconic and like you hear that and you're like oh yeah you makes, it makes you feel yes. nostalgic and it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. this was uh, Alan Silvestri who he did some Marvel project, projects as well really? yeah you want me to look into that? sure Let's keep talking while I okay, do this. Okay, so yeah, so he gets on the train, and he's there's there's other children on the train. So there's he's a, he's a Tom Hanks fan, all right. He did Forrest Gump and Cast Away as well. <laughs> yeah, so, but so he's on the train, and they there's ton there's a couple more children. I don't know. So he gets in this car, and I'm it looks there, like from the outside of the train, it looks like there's more cars full of children, but we never. It's really that. weird. Yeah, yeah, it's there's... a whole ass train, but they also have some weird carts, right? Where they have like one, yeah, yeah no, full because... of like broken toys. We can get to that in a we'll second. We'll get to that later, because that's not it hasn't come up in the movie quite yet. But the another inconsistency in the movie is how many train carts the train actually mm-hmm. has, because when you yeah. go later into the movie, it seems um, as they're walking back down, there's a lot less train cars than what are originally presented. mm Hmm. Another weird thing this movie does is, like, the cult of Santa Claus. And we'll definitely talk about it more when we finally get to the North Pole. But just, like, it's very weird. Like, when we first get on the train, all these kids are singing this song. Yeah. Where did they learn yeah. it? Where did, <laughs> well, did they get on the train and, like, the conductor was like, Alright, guys, now take out your sheet calling, music. Or is it, are, are they just calling it magic? Are they just accounting it to, like, Christmas Or did they just, like, yeah. yeah like, is it, like you get on the train and you have these is it like a musical in your brain. Where, like, oh, yeah. maybe, where everyone just knows all yeah. the harmonies yeah. and the key to In which they, sure. I can believe in this world. Do you think there are kids who go on the Polar Express more than once? Who, like, know the song from previous years? Oh. I was thinking about that and I was like, is this not some of the kids' first times on That's the train? A good question. Because a lot of them seem more relaxed than they should be to get a lot on of this them, strange A lot train. of them seem more relaxed and a lot of them know the rules, like, the don't lose your ticket mm-hmm. or, like, 
Or like the the one girl with the pigtails knew to like take the hot chocolate and put it under the chair because yeah, she, she knew, knew she would get more. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. So I don't. Flesh out I this also, world, Tom Hanks. Going going into the hot chocolate song, I think the animation for it, the waiters oh, dancing boy. is absolutely horrifying and inaccurate of human anatomy. Also, why? Yeah. When I just, mentioned just why, why when I mentioned a... this was the movie we were doing, uh, David pulled up this big document and he was like explaining this theory about how there were drugs in the hot chocolate and. That's what, yeah. So they just. <laughs> I'm explaining this now because I listened to this weird, crazy theory. That kind of makes more sense than a train magically pulling up on a road because, uh, pause if I'm incorrect, but don't trains need tracks? Yeah, yes. so they're magic tracks that seem to just go wherever it needs to go. The infrastructure is real weird. And then there's that one kid on the train who is obsessed with trains and yes. he doesn't question this whatsoever but later in the movie he does question how the train was able to do something yeah. so it's very odd that kid is so annoying Absolutely. and i know someone who's like that in real life and it's it infuriates me so much i'm not gonna I also say any names i also do kind of find it interesting how that is actually an autistic stereotype so we could argue that this movie has some ableism played into it oh. if we want to argue that because it's always the stereotype of little autistic boys love trains interesting so and it's always the odd character that's really annoying and nobody likes so we could argue that it's a bad stereotype portrayed in the movie to make an annoying character. He's also not written very well. He's not he's written not well. He's not consistent. He's not consistent whatsoever. He learns a lesson, but then it's just like a complete switch, which kind of is terrifying. Like, did Santa just brainwash him? <laughs> yeah, what did what did Santa tell him? It's, I, I also feel like this, this Santa character <laughs> in this movie is almost like a, a spiritual figure to these children. Like, I know Santa's important. It's the cult of Santa, as I've said. Yeah, Yeah, it is a cult. Santa's not, he's an overweight man who gives out presents to children. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't want to. Next year? I don't want to. Guess what train is going to be pulling up in front of your (laughs) house? Listen, Santa is not that great. What is you what does he do? What does Santa fire. have that How I don't? do the kids drink the hot chocolate so fast within the time of that song? You gotta sip that because also, it was steaming. Yeah. It was hot hot. They, they were hot hot. hot. That's hot. the lyrics never, of the Never ever let it cool. Yeah, it was hot never hot. Never let it cool. We have I, one I rule, wanna, never ever let it cool. I don't wanna cool. burn my tongue. That Tom looks like Hanks. it would burn your tongue. They also take the hot chocolate away at the end. So it's like they, they oh, give yeah. it to you them gotta, and they shot. They take they give them the hot chocolate then they immediately take it away. Yeah, like their it, method is also I don't I don't like it. They 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 angle it and then they squirt it out of this machine. I noticed <laughs> they, in one of the scenes in that hot chocolate song that the tables magically disappear. Like the, there's yeah. no they they don't go anywhere. They just magically disappear. Like they the there waiter was, pulls off the tablecloth and there's no more table. There was a frame that I saw where he he one of the waiters like pulls up the tablecloth and then his feet are just standing on nothing and at first i thought it was like an animation error but maybe that's just 
the magic yeah, of Christmas. Maybe it's a magic table. I'm just gonna chalk everything up to it's magic. I'm thinking yeah. that's what the logic is of this movie is it's magic. Yeah. They don't expect kids to be smart enough to dissect this movie and to understand what's really happening and understand the plot holes that it has. But I, as a very intelligent little child, have been personally victimized by this movie. It's true. Little did they know that little their movie would be know. on a podcast <laughs> dissecting every second. Years later. <laughs> yeah. 17 years later. Uh, it's time for our fun segment, uh, Grand Rapids Shoutout, where... Yeah! Um, we passed a department store called Herpelsheimer's, which is, like, allegedly one of the inspirations. It, it was weird. I think maybe it was one of those situations where, like, the department store needed, like, a book to sell, like, with Rudolph. Mm. Because Rudolph was, like, a department store wanted... To sell a book around Christmas time, so they just invented this character. Really? Yeah. Like kind of like how Valentine's Day was invented to sell Hallmark cards. There you go. Really? Wow! I'm learning really? new things. Wow! Like, it's not a useless <laughs> it's, podcast. It's, <laughs> it's not a, a, my it's, whole life is a lie. Now you find my some... whole life is a capitalistic lie. Yes. Listen to our podcast if you want to know useless information. <laughs> it's not useless. We're gonna like. Turn them all into like socialist and communist. Wow, indoctrinate. <laughs> We're losing listeners for that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> one that are the one of the characters says we're going to the other side of the tracks. Is that like a metaphor because we're gonna pick up a kid from what seems like a lower income background? Yeah, and yeah. that kid in the movie then states that Christmas has never really worked for him, was... which brings up the point of his parents weren't able to get him Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. So why did Santa never, why did Santa, because in this movie, Santa's real. So why did Santa skip him? Because he's poor. I think yeah, Santa hates poor people. Santa is, is classist. Santa, like picking and choosing here? Santa is very classist. Doesn't he want to give Christmas to every child around the world? No, he's classist. He's not going to do it to poor people, obviously, because that's Santa the magic of Christmas. Ma- the magic of Christmas is built on rich people. There's this one song that's pretty good um, by Super Cassette called Jeff Bezos' Santa Claus this year. Yeah. I'm going to plug that in. Welcome to the Socialist um kids are really stupid and why when did i write that i could have written this at a couple different points yeah yeah oh i think it was just like kids are stupid and honestly i feel like most of them would have gotten on the train like we have two instances of characters being like i don't know seems kind of fishy but i'm pretty confident that like just the kids that I know, they'd be like, okay. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. As a little girl, I would have gone along with it. I would have yeah. gone along with like, it. I would have gotten on this train, I'm pretty sure. I would have done it because I would have been like... And then I would have been Christmas. kidnapped into the Santa cult. Yeah, I would have been... My ki- family would never see me again. My friends always describe me as easily kidnappable. <laughs> good <weird>. to know. <laughs> <laughs> Once I was riding my bike... That's and- how we got her in the fog. <laughs> riding my bike down my street and i saw this dog running um and it was a different dog than what we saw today actually we saw a dog on the way yeah he was just running he was just running and then his owner came by and was like get back in the car (laughs) um so i was like 
And apparently the dog lived at the house that it was running towards, but I would, didn't know that at the time. So I was just like, oh my gosh, it's a lost dog. I should go help it. And then this random man who um, has a very suspicious amount of Great Danes says, uh, <laughs> what's a suspicious amount of Great Danes? I, I'm, drawing the line at, I'm drawing the line at three. You can't have more. If no. you get more, the police he, have to come. He and probably has at least 10. I'm you not going to Whoa. That's on my street. So, and he's, maybe you just like he stopped in the them. car and he started talking to me and I was on the phone with my friends. So they were overhearing this conversation. He's like, I got some great Dane puppies at my house. If you want to come see. And he was trying to convince me to come into his house and see these great Dane puppies. Um, he doesn't need more great. <laughs> no, he had a bunch of great Dane puppies, apparently, which I think might probably was true because i've seen a lot of great danes inside of this man's house and inside of his like little fenced in yard and he always yells at them because they always bark when i go by uh, riding my little bicycle um so yeah and then my friend was like you would be really easy to kidnap wow friendship yeah <laughs> billy does an awful run Oh, yeah. And well, I think that's just, yeah. And when the train starts to go, he's just, like, it's doing, like, the Kermit run, where, like, he flails his limbs forward and yeah. just expecting him to propel himself. Yeah. Get better. That's why he didn't catch the train. Yeah, you're not fast enough. Yeah, so so our little main character has to pull the cord and stop yes. the train. And then the entire train just, like, jolts. I think and... we need a better system for this, because I think this happens... Yeah. A couple times. For yes. so we're we're assuming, right, this train has been running for a long time. Yes. They should right? know that kids are gonna be sometimes hesitant and change their mind. Well, I feel like they should have better safety protocols. Oh, this um, is a janky ass train. No, like, there I'm are absolutely no safety protocols on this train. They Especially they... when we like meet like the engineers and they're just like using clothespins to like hold everything together. Yeah, I made a um a drinking game out of this movie because that's oh. what I do with every movie. <laughs> I um, hope you're drinking water and staying hydrated. Yeah, I'm drinking water, of course. Um, because but I every made a drinking time Tom game. Hanks shows up, you take a sip. Well, there's that one, but also take a shot every time the stupid main character almost dies. Ooh, in this movie man. like s seriously there are like segments where he could have died a couple times <laughs> in a row yeah yeah multiple times which is interesting because which what I, if he did yeah. die i think that his ties parents into, would just be like where'd he go i think that yeah. ties into the horror part of this yeah. movie since it's, it was released around halloween that this ties been into a good the horror movie yeah exactly i think that this movie should be remade with less christmas spirit but and more, more actual spirits but more tom hanks <laughs> yeah exactly mm -hmm. <laughs> speaking of spirits no speaking of spirits yeah. who's building all the infrastructure i don't know magic there's so many wacky just bridges like you there's... would think if santa actually I don't think the Santa in this movie canonically cares about the children's well-being because oh, no. he doesn't deliver to poor people. He doesn't care about the Polar Express train that's coming to see him. There is, like, 
no good infrastructure. There are so many places where kids can just screw up the train and, like, cause something to break, which happens later in the movie. So it is... There's also no one watching these kids. They just put them in the car, and sometimes the conductor's like, oh, we still got everybody? (laughs) Yeah, and then sometimes the kids just go on top of the train, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like they, like, like, chalk everything up to, like, Christmas magic and fate, and, like, you were Mm -hmm. meant to do this thing. But going back... Kids are really stupid. Kids are so dumb. How often do they have a kid die on this train? If they're doing it every year. Someone has definitely died There's probably this train. just like so many bodies just in the Arctic that'll be found eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll be like, where are all the where are all these kids in pajamas? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's See, really this, weird. This could have been Also, you know how what? are they not frozen bodies in that cold. lake they went over? Oh. Oh my god. There you go. How are they not freezing cold? Okay, let's go to when um this girl forgets her ticket. Yeah, and the the kid decides here I'll help, and he yeah. tries to take so, it. So so here's what happens. So so the 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 men do the hot cocoa dance. Yeah. And <laughs> and this little girl um takes one cu- a cup of hot cocoa and puts it under her seat to save it for the because little poor kid. Billy the. <laughs> Wait, are these men? like hired to do this or are just overgrown elves i think they're spirits because we never see them are they just yeah i think they're chocolate ghosts no they just disappear into the rest of the train like you see them in that one scene and they were nowhere else do they have their own like nightmare car you know maybe where they just squirt hot chocolate on it (laughs) (laughs) what are you suggesting jackson burning each other I'm not. <laughs> Look, I'm not. Why would they do that? Because that doesn't sound very pleasant. They're yeah. weird. They're hot chocolate spirits. Because I spilled some tea on my arm yesterday and it hurt. Well, you're not a ghost, as far as I know. Are you? We'll figure Next it out by question. the end of this podcast. But yeah, so, anyways, so the hot cocoa men do their dance and. <laughs> and she takes a cup of hot chocolate to the sad little poor kid who's over in. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. Um, <laughs> but he's. So he decides that he doesn't want to sit with everyone else. So he's sitting in the, in the last car. So he's being being sad in this last car. Mm-hmm. So she goes and takes him hot chocolate. And she le- leaves her ticket in her seat. Because she doesn't want to lose it. I don't know. But it's not like she forgets it or she needs it. Right. But right. Um, Also, when they were punching those tickets, the first ticket they punched was the main character, our little hero boy. But there was a boy behind him whose ticket... who. Who was not first? Why aren't they going in order? This is the inconsistency. This is why the little Who's girl's running tic- this train. This is why the little girl's ticket never got punched. It didn't get punched at the right time. He was because too busy co- doing his dramatic flares, and he didn't yeah. think on doing it correctly. Yeah. He was just going all over the place, just with huge you know inconsistencies. If you can do that, nice, do it. But also, <laughs> do everyone else too. Yeah. So, so the little girl brings the kid hot cocoa. So, but the main, our little main character sees that she leaves her ticket behind, and he's like, "I'll go bring it to her because and she's it, in one car over, and she really needs it." And he immediately loses. He it. he goes outside, and there's and he immediately loses it, but somehow it. And now it's okay. Time. No, no, no. This is now it's time for stupid filler. This, yeah. Now it's time for absolute insanity so first the ticket flies out of the train there's this really boring 
sequence where we watch it just do wet. It's like it's it goes interesting to watch. I at the same believe. Time. Oh yeah. Why? First, it flies out of the train and then it lands on the snow. It's and a lot then, of it's a lot of very convenient things. And then the, the wolves. Wind, the wind is like its own character. And yeah. then the wolves come along, and their gust of wind coming along with them from them running majestically through the snow <laughs> with their terrible CGI, and the ticket gets carried along with them, and then the ticket goes more up into the air, and then an eagle catches it, and it flies it up to its little baby bird, and then the bird eats it, and then just throws it back up, and then the crumbled up ticket goes down the hill and rolls into a snowball, and then somehow the snowball explodes, and the ticket goes back out, and it is, and it is completely unwrinkled, and it flies back into the train, like, it goes yeah. past that, like, ugly redhead conductor who's just, like, always being a stupid ginger, and... <laughs> <laughs> you can say that because you're ginger. No, I'm not. <gasps> Ghost! Uh... <laughs> but, and it, so it flies back and it gets stuck in the vent. Yes, it gets stuck also, in the Also, it would be disgusting. It was in a baby bird's mouth. <laughs> yes. It's full, yeah. full it's of diseases. It's magic. It's magically diseased. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we get we get a little teaser of the the, the the homeless ghost. Oh yeah, so so it's in the vent, and she goes to the the conductor's like, oh, I forgot to punch your ticket, and she's like, I don't have it, and he's like, you gotta come with me. So he takes her up, and for some reason, instead of just going to the front of the train, yeah. they go through the back of the train and so go, they go on top. They of the train. they walk on top of the train, and so, because kids are stupid, someone suggests, oh, he's gonna throw her off of the train. <laughs> And then everyone's like, yeah, that's totally going to happen. So, okay, yeah. to be fair, it is a magic train with this weird man that you've never met before. And you're going to see Christmas and, like, you're going to see Santa Claus and you lose your magical ticket. Like, yeah, you're going to get thrown off the train. I would think that as a child, too. Yeah. But so so our little main character sees the ticket, like, stuck in the vent. And he grabs it and he's like, I got to go give it to her so she doesn't like, literally die by yeah. being thrown off this train right now. So he goes off, and he, so they go, they, they walk to the back of the train, which makes no sense. So I guess Maybe now the they're walking Maybe the conductor just wanted to, like, play with everyone. He's like, no. Yeah, so, so he yeah. asks. I could do it. He asks the sad little poor kid in the train, like, what happened to them? And then, I don't, what did he say? Did he say, like, I don't know, or, like. I think he, yeah. I think he just, he like, just, didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. He just stayed, like, a sad little poor boy. <laughs> They so, kind of, they introduce him, and then they just kind of put him on ice for a while, and they're like, we'll come back to you later. Yeah. yeah. So then our little main character sees the light from the conductor and the little girl that are now walking on the roof when the train is speeding along through the mountains. Like, there's no way they could stand on the roof and not, like, the G-force, the shirt, like, the G-force from the train would have thrown them off by now. Especially Magic. because that girl is, like, probably, like, what, 40 pounds? Like, the wind could easily take her. Yeah. I... Um, like, no, I'm not that tall. Could you climb but, on the roof of a train? Um, I, with it moving, I don't think I could. I, even when I was that young, I was not that coordinated. And if I got up there, even when the wind material. is just, like, really strong on some days, I almost get blown over. And that's just, like, ground wind. Mm-hmm. And I get blown over. And let me tell you, I am not a 40-pound-year-old, six-year-old girl. What? Yeah. So, so the, the main character was like, I'm going to go follow them on top of the roof. And so here's, here's the first part where I'm like, okay, this kid is going to die. So I, yeah. it's like the first, like, oh, you take a shot here. Cause he almost falls off the train while climbing onto the roof. 
Yes. I also think he should have gotten crushed. Like, they were coming pretty close oh, to the side yeah. of the mountain. I don't and think I've ever noticed this until this watch. But, like, yeah, he's, like, Roxers is whipping inches away from his head. Yeah, like, and he should have He's died. just kind of ignoring it. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah this fine. climbing this ladder. Magic. Um, now so... it's time for the best character. Best character. Introduce playing the hurdy-gurdy, which automatically sets this movie with five stars. He's oh, playing yeah. a hurdy-gurdy. Yeah, yeah. What a wacky instrument. I love it. Oh, that's an instrument. I didn't know. I thought you were nicknaming the hobo. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's hurdy-gurdy? Hurdy-gurdy is yeah. like, it's this like medieval instrument. You crank it and there's like these buttons you press on the side. I thought it was a bagpipe. This... Yeah, I was kind of ignoring the instrument. And I was just focused on um, Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom <laughs> Hanks also... doing... Brewing oh. coffee on top of a train. Is it coffee or is it just sock juice? Well, he said... It's a cup of joe. It's uh, a nice, cup of a joe. Nice hot drink on a what if his name is Joe? So yeah. it's a cup of joe because it's his cup sock of sweat. Feet. Gross. Feet juice. Maybe that's why the kid spits <laughs> oh, in the water. Oh, I thought his sock was just wet. I didn't know he actually poured it from the sock. No. Ew. Ew. Oh, he did pour it from the sock? Well, he was like cleaning his socks in the liquid. Which, but the liquid is animated pretty well. That looked good. No, no, it's not. I don't know what you're talking really? about, that liquid. I When that kid picked up that cup of Joe. That cup? That, the, the cup of Joe, I saw all the little bubbles. And it yeah. looked like this weird slimy concoction. That's what I, it was supposed to be. It looked good. It, it was animated well. I must think it looked good like I would drink it. No, it was it not. It was an, well animated. It was not animated well. I'm going to fight kind, you on this one. It was, it, it was like. It was animated. Right like in, was... everyone. Look look it up right now, and then tell me that. Take a vote. Yeah. Take a vote. Um, I vote. It looked terrible. It was like they were trying to make it a jello slash pudding consistency. Because it's sock juice. Along, it's not supposed to be. Along with a, like, liquid water, like what coffee would be. Because when it, the liquid was up close, the bubbles, so the way that the bubbles were, that is not how a liquid such as water or coffee it's behaves. It's not water. It's, it's sock something... juice. It's ghost sock juice. <laughs> It's gonna be weird. <clears throat> and then he drank it like an idiot. <laughs> I'm so, that take a shot there, you could have done. Yeah, literally. Why? I mean, you take this cup of like sock juice from this hobo on top of yeah. a train that you just got on in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve, and you decide to drink it. Yeah. And then yeah. we have this conversation with the hobo about like believing and things. And then it gets pretty spooky. Like He's very kind of creepy and cryptic, but I yeah. think he's the best character. And then he does yeah. the spooky thing where he's like, oh, do you believe in ghosts? And he, he's looking pretty spooky. And I was like, ooh. And the kid's like, no. I, like that. I also he's, feel like that like question interesting. is, I think that's very out of pocket and a random question. He's yeah. like, do you believe in ghosts? Because he is a ghost. But he, we don't know that yet. We don't know that. We, well, we never know it. Like, it's but. never confirmed. He disappears in random times, so I think he's a. Like, I think confirmed. he's Christmas um, spirit personified. Mm. I think that's what that movie is trying to get at. Is this is Christmas spirit personified, and this is kind of acting as this um, as Hero Boy's spirit guide in a sense. This is his spirit guide to the Santa cult. Oh. Mm. <laughs> guide the Santa cult. He says one of my favorite lines in the movie. I wrote that one down too. We gotta jump the knuckles. He goes, We gotta jump the knuckles. He abandons him for a second. He's like, All right, let's go. And then Hero Boy has a a breakdown. And then he comes back and he's like, Why didn't you follow me? It's time to go skiing. Yeah. On a train. (laughs) Because I'm a ghost. Mm hmm. 
and we gotta jump them knuckles. And Somehow the skis just appear out of nowhere because I don't remember seeing them before. He's a ghost. He's, yeah. That's so within they, my so suspension. They're, they're talking about so they gotta get to the engine. So Ghost Hobo and our main character guy and have to get to the engine because they're approaching a tunnel. Yes. And there's and a fun what's, sequence. What's the name it's of an the inch. tunnel? I don't know what the tunnel oh, name is, but it there's... was a it was a pretty funny name. Um, but there is an, I remember specifically, there is an inch of room between the top of yes. the train and, um, the, the tunnel. So I don't, you're not going to fit through that. You're yeah. not going to be able to lay down and survive that. You're going to get completely like mauled. Yeah. So they have to get the flat top tunnel. Yeah. It was called name. flat top tunnel because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they, they have to get to the front of the train. They're all the way in the, the last They're car. At, mm-hmm. And here's where the number of the cars gets weird. It's inconsistent. Yeah. It's, it's inconsistent. Extremely Cause you don't know. Cause I was thinking like, how long is it going to take them to get to the front of the train? Cause I just, I couldn't remember how many cars there were. Because it's because, never consistent. Yeah. It's never consistent. Cause I think there's anywhere between like six and like seven. Well, I kind of figured it would take a long time for them to get there, but they clear it pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, and it gets really weird how this, Hobo on this train just takes this kid on his skis, and they're able to ski so fast, and then the kid lands in the coal. Oh, and... we forgot to take a shot when he almost falls off the train. Yeah, yeah. he, so the, the guy, he's like, so some of the snow, they're going up this really steep hill. Yeah. And he starts sliding backwards because he's on skis. Yeah, and so this, yeah. the hobo, like, latches onto, like, one of the bars, and the kid just flies off yeah. the end. And yeah. I don't know, I don't know how he doesn't die. He, like, die. grabs onto one he of the has, yeah. His grip strength is That's insane. Some, in, the, like, the middle of a blizzard. Yeah. Yeah, which, very... Which, again, like, the score is, like, going off, and it's, like... Mm-hmm. It's, pro- it's the best part. So... I can't remember what happens next, but I know he well, lands in the coal. He lands in the coal, and... and like the cave does like this spooky thing with like the the train, like steam coming out of like the holes. To oh, make it look like a face. yeah, yeah. That was cool. And then a uh, commercial break. It like looked like they like planned for there to be a commercial break there because like it fades to black and then it picks up like immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now um, we're in the engine room, and I got bored again. Which I am also confused by the coal because it is right it, it next to the coal does not look. Good. It does not. The coal does not look real. The um, physics are not great. And also, what confuses me about the coal is how it's um, one wall that is close to the engine room where you'd actually put the coal in. There's no actual wall, so coal can just freely fall off the train. I feel like that would end up causing some kind of issues because how much, how much like revenue is he losing? Also, not to mention the oh, revenue. Oh yeah, coal is expensive. Coal is just ex- having that fly out the back. Yeah, and also, what if it gets stuck in the train? That's going to cause more problems. I mean, we've already established that this train is, like, janky. I held, held that together by nuts and bolts. Yeah, and then this kid just falls in the coal, somehow doesn't get dirty by the coal at all, it's, which is also unrealistic. and cups of Joe. <laughs> like, Joe it's... Joe slime holding that train together. <laughs> And then he goes into the engine room, and he sees a, and he sees the little girl. Yeah, yeah, so the little girl that we thought was going to get thrown off the back of the train is in the engine room now. Driving the train. Driving the train. Driving the train. It reminds me of when I went on a trip to Mexico in and drove sixth a train. grade. No, I drove a tour bus, actually. Wow. What? When I was in sixth grade, I helped drive it. This tour guide who kept telling me, um, Princessa Rosa Maria, um was like and 
he just let me like use the stick shift and let me tell you where we were in in mexico at that moment driving around a bus full of tourists like there were at least 20 people on that bus mostly adults and he just let me use the stick shift to go over all the speed bumps that there were and there were a lot of speed bumps he's like you're gonna learn how to use a stick shift and i'm like i think that's also contributed to my fear of driving hmm Fun. Um, so there, there. he's in the engine room now, and this yeah. little girl. So what happens on this train is you lose your ticket, you drive the plane. No, the, the train. Yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that just like the hard and fast rule where it's like, well, you gotta do something. Yeah, you gotta do something. It's like you gotta earn. What happens if another kid loses their ticket? Is that the line? Like, one kid's allowed to drive the train, but if anyone else loses it, we're throwing them off. Yeah. Maybe. She's special. She's They're also a on a leader. ton of bridges, so if they threw a kid off, Odds are pretty good. That they would die. Yeah, yeah, they would just fly off the bridge. Well, even if you... The train was going pretty fast, so even if you were thrown off the train, you would get severely injured. They said there was a chance they might slow down the train if they threw them off, but... It was... I it, wouldn't rely on it. I wouldn't rely on it. If they're willing to throw a kid off of a train in the middle of nowhere, I do not think they care about that child's safety. I think they want them dead and gone and out of their way. <laughs> <laughs> um... We stop, there's like a segment, um... Where the conductor gets mad again. He's like, what are you doing? Because there's a... Because they have to stop the train because there's a bunch of caribou. More filler. Are we going to talk about the engineers? Yeah, sure. Oh. Oh, boy. They're animated, like, so terribly. So I thought the one character had a scarf tied around his neck, and that's why he was, like, screaming, because he was choking. But it's his beard. It's his beard that's really long. And the way that they... So there's... They have to stop the train. It's like a safety hazard. They have to stop the train because there's, like, thousands of caribou mm-hmm. stopping the tracks. They and said they, even up to a million. Yeah. The way they scare away the caribou is they pull on this guy's beard yes. so goes, much that he screams so loud that it just, just the, makes the caribou go away. I guess a little confused with, like, who is this person? Does he speak English? Is oh he... yeah, he just screams the whole time. Yeah. He doesn't he just makes noises. There's Which yeah, that's a fair reaction to this. I mean, if someone if I had a beard and someone pulled on it, I would be like, What the hell, dude? I have a beard. Like... <laughs> you got a little scrub. No. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of the irritating things, but there's just so much filler in this movie. Yeah. Where it's just like we need to fill time. Because it's based off of maybe I should have covered this earlier, but it's based off like this children's book. Which is a pretty quick read. Like, it's just like this whimsical thing where it's like, oh, we can sometimes take a train to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. But then they decide to make this movie and make it super spooky and, like, I, add so much weird stuff where it's, it like, was unnecessary. wind physics and they... caribou crossing. <laughs> like, in, in the children's book, there must have been, like, childhood wonder and whimsy. But in the movie, I became traumatized. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. much spookier on rewatches. I remember watching it and being like, oh, this is just Polar Express. But now seeing it, I'm like, oh. Yeah. When I was younger, this I saw it and I was like, it. this movie absolutely sucks. But rewatching it now, I think I'm terrified by it. And yeah. also, this movie sucks. So so now, so they scare the caribou away. And now they they're keep chugging along. And now our main character, the train conductor, and the little girl with ponytails are standing on the front of the train. Yeah, I which... don't know why they didn't go back. <laughs> Me but neither. again, it's time for more pill- filler, and um, we're quickly approaching 
Glacier Gulch, which is like the steepest drop in the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Why did you build that? Santa? Yeah, yeah. Santa, come on, man. And they're like, do better. And there's slow like the a... gears down, and the conductors are panicking in the engine room, and they're like, whoa, whoa, and, and they're losing. Like a segment where like they're showing off like what would have been like probably 3D at this point. Yeah, yeah, where like the the pin. So they're they're trying to slow down the train, but the pin that like stops the brake or something falls into the vent, mm -hmm. and they're like. So way the way this is all set up is there's Glacier Gulch, which is just like. A steep. It's basically like vertical. It's just like drop. It's and just... then it, you go for a little bit, and then there's a frozen lake, like it's almost just, immediately. Yeah, it feels set up to be like, oh, we can make a theme park. Like, I, it, that it, was what it, I was yeah. thinking. I was like, I, where's the where's the Polar Express roller coaster? Yeah, yeah. How come I, no one's jumping on that? I that roller coaster looks absolutely terrifying, and the conductor just has this random like blue string or whatever, and just like. Yeah. To hold these kids He's into like, the train. So instead of oh, going takes, back inside he, of the train, he just ties the kids to the front of the train. He takes a hero boy's, like, bathrobe, like, string. Oh, that's and, what that was? Yeah, I thought he and was kind of Yeah, and he's like, hold them. Yeah, so it, they, they just tie themselves to the front of the train. And it wasn't even tied tightly. Like, these kids were still, like, flying upwards. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the pin... For the brake is in the vent. And so as they're going through this big roller coaster, the pin, they, like, have zero gravity for some reason. And it's, like, and all pin, slow motion. Which, the pin, by the like, way, I would like to just get, like, a peek back to, like, what are the kids going through right now? Are they just, like, yeah. smacking, like, <laughs> being flipped around, like, slamming into the ceiling and I really want to know what that ground. little poor boy in the back is doing because the He's seats just... are even, like... Like, the seats are aligned on the side, yeah. so there he doesn't even have a seat to smack into. He will just go straight like into the wall. I think yeah. in a more realistic movie, they would just found like his mutilated body. Just that, I don't. Which again, how many kids die and every they've, year? So they've maybe theoretically they're... this train has been running for years and years and years. So they know about this this giant drop. So yeah. how are they not more prepared for it? And why? Maybe the reason we don't see the other cars is because those are the only survivors. <laughs> oh my god it's like charlie and the chocolate factory and they they get killed off one by one until there's the only true christmas it's just like, left it's just kids making like regular mistakes and then being like oh well now everyone in your car is dead <gasps> yeah oh my gosh my car definitely would have died <laughs> this I... is what this is what he does with the naughty kids instead like, oh my god, like, we gotta take them out of the world because yeah. they're naughty kids, so we put them on a train and then just kill them off. I've read too many terrible fan fictions about um, Santa Claus and what he does with the naughty children. Oh. What? No. <laughs> Rosemary! <laughs> um, we, we're gonna breeze yeah, past that. <laughs> um, I think the bit on the Frozen Lake is too much. They, too much. How is the train going on the Frozen Lake? Yeah, because once again, I feel like... Yeah, I like the way he says tracks. It's like, the, the, the lake's frozen over the tracks. Oh, yeah, like he, he says it weird. Us. And he Tom says Hanks it again, he's like, there's tracks straight ahead. Mm -hmm. Which, one, I feel like it's more realistic for a train to be able to drive on a road in, like, the little suburbs like it was mm -hmm. than on ice. ice. Yeah. On ice. Because with... at one point, it's off the tracks completely. And yeah, somehow no... it gets back on them, but... 
it's off the tracks completely and it's able to get back on the tracks and while it's doing that they're racing against time because the pin that was mentioned earlier flew that out. flew out and got stuck it in the ice itself into this and kind of like that would have to been super thick ice just to hold that train Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And it didn't when the ice cracked, it did not look like it was thick enough to hold an entire train. No. Magic. Yeah, but then that pin breaks also, the ice, kind of like year? that acorn. Yeah, how does this not happen every year? Why is he surprised by the ice freezing over? It's a it's a railroad track built over a lake. Like for it's whatever reason. Also, you're going to the North Pole. It's going to be cold. Like, if it's you're going up to the North Pole, it's going to be cold. I think they're covering up that this was actually their first time doing this. <laughs> they're yeah. like, Santa's like, I want to try something new. Let's, <laughs> let's just just spitball in here. Let's just, you know. Take all these, like, kids who are losing their faith in me and, like, let's take them I'll up on this murder train. And they're like, why don't you just, you're visiting their house anyway. And I'm like, no, I want them brought to me. <laughs> I'm, and. And he's, like, pressuring the elves. He's like, Get, finish that track pretty quickly. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And they just find this train. It reminds me <laughs> of this ice. Is my head canon, it I reminds think. me of Ice Age when the little uh when the little the little squirrel or chipmunk or whatever he is like always ends up breaking the ice with his little acorn. That pin is mm. the acorn, and the conductors are the poor little little squirrel who can never get his nut. Oh, there we go. It's all tied together. But then the train is somehow saved. Yeah, but, but the kids drown in the back. Like, Billy definitely drowned. Yeah. No, yeah, the train literally because submerges. Because some of the cars go underneath the lake. Oh, yeah, that's that was very confusing Yeah, it goes me. underneath. Like, are these... They also do some wacky physics things where, like, the train is, like, drifting around and, like, whipping and, yeah. like... And then it just, like, lines up for the tracks again. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, because they're just keep going back and forth between, like, right and left and right mm-hmm. and left. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and which like nice work with your train handling conductor. And he says that he says he he the conductor starts saying all the fun ways to say right and left. Yeah, he goes like starboard, port side, mm-hmm. and all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, etc. Um, and then um, we find the ticket because he kept it in his foot. His his. Oh yeah, the shoe. hobo's like put the ticket in your foot so you don't you lose it. Where does other ticket I go? think. I think it would have been funny if that was the ticket that he saved, but he also lost his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very strange how um, connected with feet this hobo is. First, the sock. Yeah, the foot juice. hobo. The foot hobo. He really likes hobo. his feet. Did, did, um, did Dan Schneider work on this movie? <laughs> that, is, that is Dan. Dan personified. With that, keep that safe in your shoe. Just take off your feet for a second. Let me see them toes. So they get through the, so they get back on the tracks yeah. after the ice thing, and now the conductor's like, "Okay, we'll take the kids back to the safety of the car." Yes. And but this time we don't walk on the roof; we walk through the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which also, where did the coal car go? Because the coal car is connected to the engine. So how did they get from the um the engine room to the rest of the train? Because oh, we could take a shot because he almost falls off the engine again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While they're climbing back to the car. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. And then comes the creepy doll room. Yes. So, I don't think I ever realized this, but the in-universe explanation for why they have this car, it's not a complete explanation, but it's, Santa has decided that he would like to collect all of, like, the forsaken toys. The conductor's words were, this is something new the boss is trying. Yes. The boss. But also, (laughs) I mean, 
You're wasting a lot of coal with all of your unnecessary cars. You don't need, you don't need this car. You don't need the car with just one kid in it. Literally, no, it's unnecessary. What? You could have why? a lot less weight. Why are there? Do you there need so to do this tonight? Why are there so many cars if only one of the cars actually contains children? Which is again, maybe correct me if maybe I'm wrong. They were the all main, full of kids at one point. Maybe. The purpose of the Polar Express is to take children to the North Pole to see Santa Claus, but how, why are there so many extra cars? It feels very unnecessary. Yeah, because again, spoilers, we do get to the North Pole. What? And, what? I know. Jesus, spoiled it. The only people, the only kids we see walking around are the same ones that were in the car. Yeah. So, so it's not what like are all those more, other yeah. cars for? Yeah. You could have just taken the engine, some coal, and one car, and you would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been like a little poop poop. But again, it's 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 the first time they're doing this. I. They they still in their trial and error phase. Yeah, maybe they try. Maybe they're they just, thought they were gonna just pick. They're lying and being like, "Yeah, we do this all the time." Maybe they were gonna pick up more children, but they're like, mm, "Actually, we don't have time." Yeah. So there's this. this there's this. So. Our main character kid gets left behind in the. Well, because the okay. conductor. Maybe is there just... is there is only one. So they go from the engine to the coal to the strange puppet, and then they're back at their one passenger car. Yeah, immediately, which oh, is so maybe, the huge inconsistency. Maybe they're again fluctuating weirdly, or maybe yeah. there are more cars in between the puppet car and the. No, it. I it, don't think so because there... because there's the, the Scrooge puppet that's scary, mm-hmm. and then he immediately runs and he's immediately in the. the yeah, he runs car. and he's like. But comes maybe there were more between the engine and the weird car. Oh okay. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. This there's... movie does not need me to defend it though. <laughs> no. I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is again where it gets pretty scary. Like, I remember being mm-hmm. a kid and watching this and being a little spooked. There like... were so many dolls, and then the girl. As they're the girl before the girl uh, picks up like the, this really creepy doll. She's like, oh, she's like, it's gonna make me cry. This is gonna make me cry. Who would ever treat their toys like this? Like, I hope you realize they're not sentient. Yeah, I don't. I don't Maybe. understand why in these movies, like people care so much about toys. Which, like it's... <laughs> well, actually, if we, um, I forget which psychologist came up with this, um. But there is a stage between the ages of, I believe, like, three or four and, like, seven years old where children will start to believe that everything has feelings. So, um, I demonstrate this to my psychology class by throwing a marker on the ground after profusely yelling at it. Oh, no. Um, so that would likely make someone around her age cry because during this stage of development is when children develop, um, that, like attachment to inanimate objects and they think that these objects have emotions as well so there is actual psychology behind this it does so maybe they did a little bit of research or i honestly don't think they did their research i just think they threw this together like the thing they usually go for where it's like oh no maybe they like were like maybe we should research something and then they just were like Let's not research, like, the physics of, like, sliding on a lake. No, it's let's like, not research the physics of the I want to research the weird the weird puppet realm. Yeah. I think they had one researcher on their team, and they're like, all right, we're going to get more researchers, so you're assigned to the puppet room, and then they never got more researchers. It's very Willy Wonka, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Except... Like, this room just, like... Why? What if, it's unnecessary. What if a kid just, like, wandered in there? Also, what are the kids doing to these toys to get them so dirty and so 
Honestly, it seems like terrible things have happened to these kids. I don't think we should be blaming these kids. I maybe the past. I feel like some of them look like they were had been in like fires and things. I th- like well, one of the conductor said that like all these toys were like found in alleys and in dumpsters and stuff. So it's like all the kids. It's all the toys that kids throw away. Oh, and then there's also this one doll that's like looks like a Playboy bunny that the kid like fondles for a second and then. <laughs> What? <laughs> do you not remember that? I do no. not remember that. You must have gotten the extended edition. You got the you got the uncensored version of the movie. <laughs> he didn't like fondle it inappropriately, but he looked at her for a second and he was like looking intently I can, and I then can the understand puppet, why a kid maybe wouldn't want that. Yeah, it's she was like dressed in like a Playboy bunny uniform. She just didn't have bunny ears and it was and then the puppet comes out of nowhere and he's like, You don't believe Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the Scrooge bit. Yeah, so there's, scary. so there's the Scrooge puppet, and then he runs away into the the car, mm-hmm. the back into the one passenger car, and then he notices the the little girl, the this little girl with pigtails that he's been following around everywhere has gone back to the car with the sad little poor boy. Yes, and it's yeah. time to sing a song because again, now they're singing. we need more filler. Which yeah. also, their voices do not sound like that of little children. No child could actually like, n- what child yeah. actually is able to sing that well? I don't yeah. think any child is able to sing that well. I remember, Definitely not. I, I remember <laughs> elementary going to music class. No one sounded that good. I remember when I was in elementary, me and my friend, we had a holiday concert, and we sung that song to get as a duet, and we it was terrible. I, I recently found the video of us singing it, and <gasps> oh no. Put that on the no! Patreon. Put it on the Patreon. Put it on the Patreon. I will. It sounds terrible. Um, If you subscribe to our Patreon, I will But we also... don't have. I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> I I will not only read. Email the, in, email I, in if you want us to do a piece. I will not There's only no read way. the um, Star Wars um, folders incest fanfic. I will also read the Quackity Obama X fanfic oh, that was mentioned before. So you can that all may, fall asleep. Yes. How do we get back to fanfic? <laughs> How do we get back to incest? Is the real Ugh, No. It all leads back to incest. Have you no. looked at history? <laughs> history repeats itself. Oh, no. <laughs> so so do. Christmas episode, everyone. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Hope you've spent nope, amazing I time don't. with your I families. Not too much. Don't. Not too much time with your families, though. <laughs> no. ah, ah, what happens next? They're singing. They're so singing. They're, they, they go over so many frozen lakes. Yeah, how many frozen... Like, why are you yeah. building so many railroad tracks over frozen lakes? I mean, to get up to the North Pole... I get that you need to cross some water, but... Oh, I mean, you would think that it would just be one big frozen lake, considering it's the ocean. Yeah. Not a bunch of tiny also, ones. Also, are we going, like, through Canada? Is that what's happening? Yeah, also... In which case, are... the Canadian government's probably pretty sick of, again, finding so many dead children. <laughs> yeah. If I ran the Canadian government, I would be pretty sick of finding all mm-hmm. these... Dead children just wearing pajamas. would not be pajamas. on that great of terms with Santa, to be honest with you. No, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be that pleased with Santa. Also, why do the kids seemingly only come from, like, America? Like, there's yeah, why... that's their target audience. <laughs> that's their target. True. I mean, yeah, but there's no, like, I think there's maybe, like, 
two people of color in that whole entire train. And also... Well, there's, there's the only one that has any lines. And yeah. I didn't see anyone else. There's that, was... that... I think there was the one kid... I think I saw, like, one other, and that was it. But they don't go to mm-hmm. seem to go to any other place in the world. Like, this seems like... Well, they like... went to Grand Rapids. <laughs> there's nowhere else you need besides Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, my the God. Big River City. You know, I saw um, a doctor in Grand Rapids, and she hooked up some little cords to my fingers, and she was like, ah, there's something wrong with your Grand gallbladder. Grand Rapids. <laughs> you know who came from Grand Rapids? My cat. Taylor Lautner. Actually, my cat. Of ca- Twilight fame. We're no! Calling it back. No! Actually, my cat came from a Grand Rapids shelter, and oh. then she was taken to the local cat cafe. Like like Taylor Lautner? Oh, fun. Yeah, she was she No, was we are not talking about Twilight. Just it sneaks into Stop. every episode. Stop. <laughs> Did you know that if you have issues with your gallbladder, it can make you nauseous? Wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> because I went to a doctor up in, a homeopathic I doctor know. up in Grand Rapids, and she hooked up some um, some little cords to my feet and my fingers, and then wow. she felt around my stomach, and she's like, ah, your gallbladder, there's something funky. Oh. That's probably why you're feeling nauseous all the time. It's all tied together. Yeah. Okay. We finally get... To the North Pole. And oh mm-hmm. boy. And that's when the story, probably, we could have wrapped it up. But yeah. We could have <laughs> wrapped it up. There's another 40 minutes left? I yeah. think there's, I think when they get to the North Pole, there's another hour. I know because I started watching this at 1 in the morning last night and then fell asleep. And I woke up at 9 this morning planning to finish the rest of it. And then I fell back asleep. So I was only able to watch a little bit more. Good move. Well, you missed <laughs> all of the filler. I only missed, like, the second half of the movie, but I'm going to jog my memory. Um, we see elves. A kid yells, elves! And elves. then we're all amazed. Oh, and then the elves are also doing, like, back bends and flips. And, oh, yeah, like, there's, like, back... just one random elf just doing a bunch of back no. handsprings. Oh, there was, there was one, and then he stopped, and then another one started doing it. He was, like, doing a bunch of back handsprings, and the physics of that were really weird as well, when... because I feel like bodies do not move like that. Yeah. I know they're elves, and this is all magic, but bodies do not move like that. There are ways that you can animate bodies to move in anatomically correct ways that do not scare the children. Yeah. Some, some more filler... I, I cannot stress how much of this movie is just being like, yeah, let's add you, a sequence. If you cut the filler, then the movie's like 20 minutes long. But it, yeah. it would also be... You could keep some of it. Like, you can keep the ghost bits. If you cut yeah. out all of, like, the unnecessary, like, look, um, the, one of the cars got loose and now it's... it's doing stuff in the north yeah pole. so they're yeah. so they're exiting the Again, train they probably would have yeah. died in this chance so they're they're exiting yeah. the train to go see santa and they the, the little poor boy yeah the, the guy, little, causing problems again. with his little poor yeah. boy depression <laughs> <laughs> that's like the opposite of hot girl summer is poor boy depression <laughs> no it, it's it's poor boy winter this isn't winter so it is mm-hmm. it is the opposite oh. of hot poor boy girl winter summer. Poor um, boy winter. And... But yeah, so the little girl with pigtails and the our main character boy noticed that the little boy didn't get off the train. And the train. little girl with pigtails says, let's go get him. And it's like, fine, you didn't even want to come. Yeah, the conductor's like... Not everyone, not, no one is forced to see Santa. Yeah, he's like, it's a choice to see Santa. And it's like, well, why did like, you bring why did you ride this train? This braving yeah. death. Like, Literally. you 
probably been underwater multiple times at this point. Like maybe he's just that traumatized. Like no more. <laughs> no more. I just want to go what home are they now. doing with us? But yeah, so they they go on the train and they're convincing him to go, but somehow while getting on the train, they unhooked the train from the rest or the car. It was the stupid. The it was the, the stupid hero boy's mistake again. He causes so oh, many yeah, problems. He, he, he is the problem of this movie. He's he, the the protagonist and the antagonist. Yeah. Yes, and then it. It's doing stuff. It's riding the rails. It's yeah. going. It's Some, going backwards. A sequence it's happens, and it's then zooming. they get, we get to... off the train, and mm-hmm. then we wander around the north. Which side. somehow they're able to balance on the train tracks, and the little poor boy almost slips and falls because, if you remember correctly, they're going over a bridge mm-hmm. to where they hear the jingle bells that the hero boy cannot hear yeah. because the magic of Christmas. You only hear the jingle bells if you believe. Also, the North Pole is really creepy. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah. Also, and like the streets are empty. Oh, one mm-hmm. also thing. Um, before and... they got off the train, the conductor mentioned that Santa will give out the first gift of Christmas. I feel like Santa should have started his rounds already because I'm feeling it's well into the night. It's so well, unless yeah. He, unless he just immediately does everything, We're which like... you know, it's Christmas magic. It's Christmas magic. It is Christmas magic. But then they were, like, questioning the physics of it. And it's like, why? Just jog it up to magic. It's magic. Everything is just jogged up to magic in this movie. But I feel like even magic has its limits. Because some of this is... Yeah, and... Not put together well. The North Pole incorporates magic, but it's also, like, weird and mechanical. And they have, like, Mm -hmm. this, like, pressurized, like, tube system. And again, this place is creepy and also terrifying like it's yeah. not built for people to live in mm-hmm. uh-huh. it's I... like factory conditions before like osha and like yeah oh yeah yeah like they so, are very poor working conditions so they, they they're trying to get back to the square and they wander into this room where all the elves are like checking to see if all the presents. So it's like basically yeah. they have this. They have all these TV screens that which, are watching the which children. Have real children on them, like not yeah. animated. Yeah. And it's jarring just to go from watching these almost people, to, like ooh. these real people who are like, uh, with a like a old TV filter put over them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And this one little boy who... He put gum in his sister's hair, and that yeah. was the final straw. And then they're like, it's Christmas Eve, we'll try to let it go. And he's like, on the screen, and he's like, but mm. I didn't do it. And that makes me think, like, how how much do they let slide, like, just because they're like, oh, it's Christmas. Yeah. I feel like... Well, because can... that's the whole, the whole holiday. That's it's like, it's always thing. Christmas. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> also, the elves have Boston accents. Oh, the elves have <laughs> weird accents, and they look not right. <laughs> yeah, it's the elves are weird. Valley, but turn it up to like eleven. Yeah, something about them. The elves are weird. There's like this general elf, and he's bossing everyone around, and then they they take the weird tube to the square. But, and then our, our characters see that, and they're like, oh, we should take the weird tube. To the square. But they don't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> they press the button, and now they're in a place where like, all the toys go into the sack. Like the wrapping area? And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's more, like, just shenanigans of them, like, walking around. Which, mm-hmm. I forgot to research this, but I remember at the beginning of this movie, when the kid was researching, um, his sister was like, but... He said that 
if um it was real the um the size of the sleigh and stuff to carry out the presents would have to be the size of an ocean liner yeah i really want to look up if that's true is that true well apparently he's not delivering to every kid so no no he's not billy's not getting christmas this is like his first one poor boy's not getting christmas sad little poor boy sad little poor boys don't get christmas presents (laughs) no matter how good they are because yeah (laughs) We get, we get stuck in capitalist Santa's, Santa. Santa is yes. a capitalist. We get stuck in capitalist Santa's bag, and because Billy's annoying and he won't let go of his gift, because he finds his present. Oh my God! Just wait till Christmas morning. And he's yeah. It would be so much easier. Why is there always? Why are there always scenes of kids getting stuck inside Santa's magic Christmas bag in Christmas movies? Because doesn't that sound like so much fun? Don't you want to go it's, into the Christmas bag? Don't you want to go into Santa's sack? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I feel like you're a little bit too comfortable talking about Santa's sack. Oh. <laughs> no comment. Um, <laughs> we're gonna move on past that. Then we we have the nerd character who's in mm-hmm. there, and he's so annoying. He like apparently was like going through and. Looking for his gifts. Yeah, and he's like, all I got were some stupid underwear. Which, again, he didn't... No one's, like, watching these kids. Like, they can just wander off. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um... What we... There's, like, this weird blimp system for some reason. That's like oh, yeah, so the elves are, like... the sack. Are, like, um... Bungee jumping to get this. Oh, then there's like weird shenanigans <laughs> happening, and the conductor's like, "Hey, you need more altitude, or you're gonna crash into the tree." Yeah. Okay. So you're using blimps to carry the big sack, and it's it's not working out. Um, because it's too heavy, but then some elves jump off it, and then it like shoots right up. So those must have yeah. been some heavy elves. Heavy set elves. Yeah. Sorry, mom, sorry guys. Well. My mom texted me asking if I wanted pizza. Oh, okay. I was P- like, what pizza. is he doing? Pizza, I okay. also wanted to make sure my parents weren't texting me being like, mm, you need to come home. Kidnapped. Um, they, it... they jump off. Hooray, hooray. Hooray, hooray. Yeah, so they get yeah. out of the sack and the elves are like, we knew you were there the whole time. Yeah, which, like, letting which me... is the same thing. It's like, it's which, Christmas again. magic, it's fate. What is this? Which, like, again, why? Why did you let them do all of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if they just, like, burned everything? What if they just killed everyone? Like, they're children. They're not intelligent. These kids are insane. What if they've just been driven insane by, like, this, this I think it goes back trip. to the drugged hot chocolate. Yeah. That's what you do. I think that's how the elves came to be. Maybe... After the movie, what we don't see is the kids are turned into the elves because they've seen the secret of Christmas. They can't possibly share it with anyone else. So they just get all the drugged hot chocolate that they want, but they turn into elves. And they're purposely forced to live the rest of their lives as elves serving Mm -hmm. under capitalist Santa. Mm -hmm. Which is a metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a metaphor for... um... There you go. Uh, We... uh, The sack shenanigans end and... Um, the kids jump out, and there's, like, this moment, um, where, like, everyone else can hear them, 
but Hero Boy can't hear the bells. Of the oh, yeah, the, this, yeah, the reindeer bells. And then the, the little Don't girl's pick. Isn't that the most beautiful sound you've ever heard? Can't, don't you love listening to those bells? Like, she knows he can't hear <laughs> Yeah, them. she's, like, rubbing it in his face. She's like, isn't it so wonderful? Maybe no. It's a bell. Yeah. Bells are kind of annoying. Anyway. They are. So, so the, the bells mean that you believe in Santa. Which uh, you can hear the but bells. also I feel I... like everyone would at this point if you literally in seen the North him. Pole. Yeah, and so seeing they... all this, I feel like because the ghost, the ghost hobo guy, keeps repeating, or I think it was the conductor. No, it was the conductor. He's like, seeing is believing. But then later in the movie, he's like, but not everything that's real you can see. Like that's so like, cryptic. Okay, then that's a non-statement. <laughs> that's but sure. Yeah, go off. And now it's time for, again, the more cult of Santa, where, like, they all sing this, like, they, they sing Santa Claus is coming to town, but, like, it's really, like, the slow tempo, and it's just really jarring. And then Santa makes his entrance. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some, think, like literally a cult leader. Yes. He definitely yeah. makes them do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I want to feel something. Which, you know what? Power some- move. Honestly, I would kind of want to be entered into a room like that. I mean, that feels powerful. Everyone sings, like, your intro song. Everyone sings my intro song. Like, what, you know who's coming. What would my intro song be? Um, here comes Lil... What was your science Lil Reezy? Lil Reezy? No, no, no. Like, a song, like, that's, like, on the radio. Oh. What would my intro um, song Because... That's a good question. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town, but you switched the lyrics, I think. So, um, Lil Reezy's yes. coming in your neighborhood. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Um, we yeah. meet Santa. He sounds like a deep-voiced Tom Hanks. Santa is also voiced by Tom Hanks, but they he, just... Take another he shot. is a deep-voiced okay. Tom Hanks. Take a shot every time Tom Hanks appears in the movie. It's perfect. Um, he's like, hey, what, he, he picks Hero Boy to get the first gift of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, so, first of all, so, Hero Boy can't see Santa, so he's like, screw this. So he starts looking at the reindeer, and he mm-hmm. notices one of the bells that's, like, on the reindeer's reins is loose, and it flies off and falls at his feet, and he starts ringing it, and he's like, I can't hear the bell! I can't hear the bell! No. And then, like- and then it's like... He remembers something that the hobo said or the conductor said, and he's like, I believe. And then Santa comes up to him and he's like, what did you say? <laughs> and he's like, I believe. This is I think, yours. I think that's like building his power, Santa, who is like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, you believe. Kid, every time a kid says, you believe, he gets more powerful. Say it again. If I had a bunch of little children. <laughs> I bet Santa gets off on that. He's like indoctrinating. Uh, I had a bunch of little children telling me they believe in me. Like, I would feel pretty powerful. Yeah. I would feel ready to deliver gifts to everyone. I would feel really powerful. That's good. I would feel powerful enough to need that big intro. I would yeah. get such a big ego so boost. You're like the the origin of like cult leader. Little children tell them that they believe in this cult leader too much, and then he becomes so powerful because of it. Yeah, it's the cult of Santa. Yeah. Um. Does anything else relevant happen with Santa? He's honestly like, no. It's me. I'm the big guy. I'm and then the he big takes man. out like his 
his sparkly whip and he like cracks it against the yeah, reindeer. Yeah, he whips the reindeer. Um, Which, like, animal abuse. Don't do Promoting that, animal abuse. Like, do not do that. Santa, I know that's like probably part like. You're old, so that was probably okay at one point, but... Dinner, yeah. Different generation yeah. is not a good excuse, Santa. No, no, it's not a good excuse. Did and you then, know that the first country to ban um, hitting your children as a form of punishment was Sweden? Good for hmm. Sweden. Don't hate kids. That's yeah. the message. <laughs> Even if you have a sparkly Santa whip. Yeah. Kinky. Oh, no. <laughs> um... Are we the the tickets are finished. He he. So what he did was he only did a few letters in the beginning because he was showing off his skills. So some people got like um, hero boy got believe, but he only got like B E in the beginning. Yeah, that's what the tickets are for because when uh the conductor punched the tickets, he punched some letters. Which is interesting that he just like immediately sees the kids and he's like, oh, I know what you need. I know, <laughs> I know what your problem is. B. When Billy was like. Uh, be more trusting, I think. It was like depend on. Oh yeah, count on. And mm-hmm. he's like, it can you count on us to to bring you home safe? He said. He's like, absolutely. I, I, I guess. I guess so. I Honestly, on I the re- ride there, I would not trust them to bring me home safely no. based on how we got to the North Pole. No, I I'd wouldn't like, either. And kill me. Another interesting question: If you had to have one of those notes, what would your problem be? Right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, email in what email what is in. your issues <laughs> email us we your issues we are now a helpline <laughs> I was asking you guys but the viewers if you would like to send in your issues sure yeah perfect sure um the one girl gets lead but she reads it as lead which is interesting because I feel like wouldn't you read that as lead originally mm-hmm. yeah because I didn't even the, I think the first time I heard about lead was either with pencils or the Flint water crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's, a, that's a sort of local reference for you. The stupid asshole nerdy kid gets... What did he get? I don't remember, but like Santa, word, Santa said something to him is. where it was like, oh, be, oh, he got learned. But Santa was like, you need to be more humble. Yeah, and he's really? like... Really? Santa's he's telling like, this kid to be more humble? <laughs> so, really? So, so the annoying asshole kid is like, he gets his ticket, and he's like, and then lean? He gets... What does lean mean? And then the, the conductor's like, I believe it says learned. I and he, he said, oh, my mistake. I think he used mistake. his magic to be a smartass about it. Yeah. I think the conductor, yeah. like, just... He made it look like it said lean at first, and then he switched it to learn. Just so to get kid, one up on him. Yeah, yeah, just so the kid could be like, man, I really do need to learn. I'm stupid. <laughs> They're just playing mind read. games here. They're playing, yeah, they are playing mind games. And brainwashing. They are brainwashing these children. I feel like, so from that point on in the movie, when the kid, the stupid, annoying asshole kid is like, oh, my mistake. Well, like, and now he's nice. And now he's nice, but he's so awkward about it. Like, he goes, he, he goes, um, so... So the the main character hero boy kid, his first he gets the first gift of Christmas and he chooses a bell, but at the beginning of the movie he rips a hole in his pocket and he puts the bell in the pocket with the hole. But and he also he, put a ticket in there. He yeah. did, but so he he gets um on the train and all the kids are like, let's see the bell and he goes to get it and it's gone and then the the stupid annoying asshole kid goes. 
that sucks. Really? <laughs> and then just leaves. He yeah. just, like, walks off. Which is, which is fair. I mean, you lost your bell from Santa that you chose to keep. That was your gift. Your gift was a bell. What is he, a cat? <laughs> like, that's what, what I got my cats for Christmas. We're just little bell toys. What could he have asked for, do you think? Um, I would have asked for, like, money, to be quite honest. I mean, you're up there with Santa. I would have asked for a safe ride home. I... Or just to be, like, teleported. So boring. No, because I saw how they got there. <laughs> yeah. I, was... I would be the only one that made it home alive. Yeah. True. True. I'd be like, can I just ride home with you? Can I just ride in Because your... I feel like the sleigh would be safer than the Polar Express. Yeah, the sleigh would be safer. But in many other Christmas movies, the sleigh breaks down. Mm-hmm. Like, there are lots of other Christmas movies where that sleigh fails and breaks down and just does not work. He's got to get better mechanics in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you Stop would think... Stop focusing on your weird exploits. He was... <laughs> He's able to make, Stop like... putting all the money in paying... In trains you don't need. Mm-hmm. Like, in train cars you don't need. Like, each train car had to cost a pretty penny. Like, you don't need that money. No. And... Like, you're not transporting that many children. There's only one car full of children. Why do you need another train car just to hang your creepy Christmas dolls? Maybe he didn't mean to take that one. He's like, whoops. <laughs> whoops. Left that one in there. I, I think, like, the last words in the movie are believe, because we need to tie it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Which. What else? What, anything else important? I think that just, ha- that just wraps up the movie. So his parents, yeah. his him and his sister can hear the bell, but his parents can't hear the bell. And, and right. Tom Hanks' narrator, at the end, he's like, at some point, oh, many of my friends could hear the bell, but as time went on, they grew to not hear the bell. But I heard the bell, even as an adult. Tom Hanks in here? Huh? It sounds like Tom Hanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just like him. I know, I'm so good at impressions. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks does a lot of Christmas movies, doesn't he? Does he? Or am I thinking... This is like his big one, I know. Yeah. Okay. And that was the movie. That was the movie. Well... Honestly, okay, it wasn't that bad. No. Um, do we want to do movie awards or the autopsy report? Let's do the let's do the autopsy report. All right. I might be a little controversial, but I think this movie is alive. Me too, alive. I think we are operating on a living film right now. Mm-hmm. I know what autopsy report is because this I is, definitely watch uh heard listen to this the is past our podcast. our new newer segment where we we determine. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I know, of course. <laughs> This is where we kind of just do our final thoughts, and we do autopsy report. We decide is this this is our review system now? Is mm-hmm. it dead or alive? Mm-hmm. I think it's alive. It's alive. I I, it's it's alive, and I'm scared that it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we don't need a cause of death with this one, do we? No, because wow. it's alive. Look at that. Okay, movie, movie awards. awards. Best hair. Ooh. Ooh. Obviously, the engineer. I mean, yeah, engineer with that luscious with... red locks, using it as a scarf. Yeah, he looks. He his hair. I want to know what he uses. I want oh, on absolutely. his hair because it, it looks smooth. so it shiny, especially for being around coal all day and smoke yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was luscious and it was glowing. Mm-hmm. Coolest outfit. Um, mm-hmm. I like the conductor's. I like the conductor's outfit. It was um, it was really funny when he took off his hat and his head was bald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a symbolism to bald men in power being corrupt. <laughs> Is the conductor corrupt? <laughs> the conductor kind of went 
back and forth were being He was the hero mean. and the villain, I think. And he was, like, being he, everyone's best friend. He was, like, gaslighting these kids. He was manipulating yeah. them. He he was being a man-wife. <laughs> Manipulate, mansplain, man-wife. Good for him. So I don't think he won best character, though. I think best no. character was the hobo. Ghost hobo. hobo. Ghost, Ghost hobo. hobo. Because I, I can agree on that. Hobo. Worst character, hero boy? Yeah, hero boy, honestly. Or Santa? Was, yeah. On, okay, so it's either Santa, Hero Boy, or the sad little poor boy. I know, I think the sad... Kid. No. Oh, I, no, the annoying kid I didn't think was the I can. Kid. I like the no. depressed little sad boy. I, it's relatable. Nice. So, main character? Hero Boy, yeah. Honestly, boy. the main character, Hero Boy, was terrible. The dumbest, I hated him. The dumbest scene. I'm gonna give this to all of the filler. Like, yeah. all of it. half of the movie. Especially the part with the animals. Yeah, you... there's so much like the if train. I have there's to so name... many sequences. Just cut it out. If I had to name like the dumbest part of the movie, it would either be when they were going down that really steep hill or the hot chocolate scene. Oh, uh, but those are two fun ones. I think I don't. Just mind because that they're fun doesn't mean that they don't make sense. Just because they're fun doesn't mean they make sense. I don't need it to make sense. I just need it to be entertaining. It's I... like I don't want to watch this piece they're... of paper fly around the air. Yeah, that was that was very boring, unrealistic, and I don't like how it was portrayed because what little baby bird is like what bird is gonna pick up a shiny piece of gold paper and be like, Yeah, this is food for my little child. Perfect. Just immediately feed them food. What was the best surprise? Um Ghost Hall? That they didn't die. Was he a oh. oh yeah, I think so. That yeah, all yeah, of those honestly. Kids lived through that. <laughs> yeah. That all of those kids didn't die. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It, that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Nice work. All right. You know what time it is? It's time. Mail, mail, mail. It's, it's time for mail. mail. <laughs> we love it. Oh my god, it's so. Fun we got to say some that. emails. This one's from Nathan Curry, The Polar Express. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Why? Thank you, Nathan. If you saw the Polar Express and were invited to go inside. Would you? That's a good question. Um, well, it depends. Like, I think now? Now, no. I now, think maybe I um, would. Now? Just because it sounds well, interesting. Well, how about them taking my meds? <laughs> um, let's say, let's say, here's my pitch. We finish this episode and we walk outside and it's just there. I would say no. I would say... I'm not trying to die. Seeing the movie... I feel like I might do it because well, I don't want to go back to school. I would go if you went. Yeah. I would go if you guys went. I wouldn't go alone. But if you guys went, I would Let's just follow the crowd. Okay, I think... fine. I would just follow the crowd. That's what I do. Yeah. I follow the crowd because if I just follow, then I can't be blamed for the wrongdoings. Right, another... <laughs> then you're an accomplice. No, Rosemary, no. <laughs> I don't care if I'm an accomplice. I'm just going to play the like dumb blonde card. Oh, there you go. We've got another question here. Uh, if there was a room where you could win a million dollars if you sat there for 24 hours, but the room was filled with spiders, would you do it? I mean, yeah. How much money? A million dollars? No. How many spiders? No. Or like what kinds, I think? If it was if it was poisonous, then no. Poisonous, no. But if regular? It was, if it was just uh, creepy, yeah. it was just little tiny creepy crawlies that maybe if they bit you, you'd get like a little bug bite and it would kind of itch for a bit, then yeah, I'd do it for a million dollars. Yeah. 24 hours? It wouldn't be fun. But mm, okay. it wouldn't be I'm fun. gonna say no. Hot take. I'm, I'm gonna say no. Maybe if I just, like, Irish dance enough, I'll just, like, stomp on all the spiders. 
Because you, theoretically, it doesn't say that the spiders are... They don't have to live. They don't have to live. You just have to be trapped in a room with them. So, maybe I'll just stow away some, like, bug spray. Yeah, so I'm, and, a, I'm a maybe on this one. Happy holidays, Nathan. Happy holidays, Thank Nathan. Thank you for the email. One from Jeff Gray. <gasps> Happy New Year. Whoa. Another season and another year. Hooray! Hooray! Any films, shows you're looking forward to this year? Um. Hmm. Um, What's coming out? I can't. I can't think of any. I know the season three of Umbrella Academy is coming oh, out, and for sure. I'm excited for that. I got bored. I got bored during season two, and I couldn't. Uh, oh. I couldn't continue watching it because season two got boring. Like season one was all right. And then I went into season two, and it just got boring and, like, drawn out, and I didn't know what was happening at any point or time, so I just stopped watching. Season one was my favorite, but I also liked season two. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for season three of Umbrella Academy. I think Gorillaz will release some new music. Ooh. Hosier said he's going to release. Um, he's he's, working doing, on he's a, touring, isn't he? He's going to go um, a third album, I believe, and I'm extremely oh. excited for that. Um, as a lesbian, it is going to be the absolute highlight of my year and um also in an instagram q a he did he said he won he was excited to perform the um version of take me to church that is remixed with wap Ooh, look at him i would very I'd much be, like to I attend would definitely that. listen to that it's you can listen to it on youtube really yeah all right that's what we're doing immediately <laughs> Um, how about three predictions for 2022? I saw in a lot of people's predictions, they're like, Betty White's going to die in 2022. And then she... But they were wrong. They were wrong. They were wrong. They were very wrong. Died. Or went out uh, for Betty White. R.I.P. Betty White. Um, uh, I'm probably in some more waves of COVID. There's definitely going to be a new variant, at least, at least I'm, one new. How wave. many? Let's call it right now. I'm oh. saying three. New I'm. Variants. I was gonna. I was feeling three too. I'm thinking three big ones. I'm three thinking three ones. new variants. Well, because there's Delta, there's Omicron. Uh huh. And those came out in the past year, so that was already two in the past year. And restrictions are lightening up even further. Yeah, and I'm thinking, what do we think about lockdowns? I'm thinking our our government's sick of doing that. I don't. Think I think I, our government. I think they're gonna. Um, think, think about doing it and then not do it because they want to keep if your government cares about public no I... they don't care about uh they don't care about public safety they just care about the economy so like i Santa. think they're gonna keep stuff oh yeah it's like Santa. i'm just there's so much happening for me in 2022 that i'm just gonna keep my hopes high and hope that everything is fine because i'm we've got the the musical um that i'm really excited about that everyone should come see it's curtains it's february if, if you live in the area if you live in the area yes everyone should come or if you don't travel out here come see this show. yeah like you live in you live all the way in like florida ride your car down here and see this high school musical production yeah. mm. if you look close enough you will see me up in the booth doing the sound february 18th 19th and 20th come yeah. see the show it's gonna be great um, so we got that. I'm, I, sure we'll I'm graduating. That. Yeah. You'll also see the beautiful sets that were painted yeah, at the work sets. halls that um, Jackson only attended one of, and Keatlin didn't attend any of. I was out of town. Uh, I was out of town. Sure, wow. good excuse. Mm-hmm. But no, there's that. I'm graduating this year. I've got two big trips planned, so I'm just gonna keep my hopes high for 2022. Wow. Yeah, I think another prediction is that there's gonna be um, 
a new wave of fashion that brings back in like even later trend or like older trends and I think Y2K is gonna like explode more and girls are gonna be dressed really like in really ugly clothes because I hate Y2K and it's really ugly and I'm not ashamed of it and so you think worse fashion trends are coming I think I think worse fashion trends are coming and Gucci will get uglier stay excited everyone we've got a PS down here are you ever worried that your group chanting will raise the cinema hob hobgoblin? Because what? obviously. Oh, cinema hobgoblin. Um, that's a legitimate concern, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, but, you know, it concerns me a little bit. It's but, a risk I'm worth take. It's a risk. Yeah, like, it's, it's worth it. Here, a film autopsy. We're willing Say to take risks. We're, We're not, not afraid, afraid of, of cinema, cinema hobgoblins. <laughs> that might come back to bite us next episode. I don't know. Cinema We might have just created one. We have an email from Keelan McCafferty. Mail, mail, it's time for mail. <laughs> I got flagged. My email got flagged. <laughs> Be careful with this message. I should report, no. <laughs> hey, it's me, Keelan, emailing from the past. Hi, future Keelan. Hi, past Keelan. I was wondering what your favorite holiday, because... This is, after all, a holiday episode, question mark? The grammar's wrong. Um, <laughs> but what is your favorite holiday? It's I, Festivus. Festivus? I really like Halloween. I really only like Christmas for getting gifts. Mm. Halloween, Halloween is and Christmas are pretty Obviously, nice those too. are the big two. Those yeah. are the big two, and it's a bit basic. You know but... what? You know what? Get some noise for Flag Day. Flag Day! <laughs> Let's get some noise for Flag Day. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a Flag Day special. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Or we could, um... It's in June. Yeah. Uh, actually, okay. I'm a really big fan of Arbor Day. Ooh. Yeah. Or, like, Earth Day. Earth Day is an important day. I like Because the Earth is important. But you know what's on Earth? Flags. Flags. You're right. Um, I also really like, um... What's that one holiday? I forget what it's called. Flag but... Day, I think. No, it's, um... I, I don't know. National Donut Day is pretty good. Is it similar to Flag Day where you, you just you put up the flags. You um, what do you do it's for some... <laughs> <laughs> you it's it's supposed to be a memorial for like soldiers or something. Oh, because I remember one time I went to a Flag Day thing and then this flag man day party, Flag Day Rager. This man um, commemorates the adoption of the flag of the United States. So yeah, no, so it's supposed to honor no, the not. people who fought in the revolution. I would like to talk about how ugly the American flag is. Oh, like boy. other countries have a dragon on their flag, and I honestly think that is ten times cooler. We chose the three most common colors for the flag: red, white, and blue. It is on every single flag, including the stupid British flag. I hate the British, and it's just stripes. It's just stripes. Which one would you hate? more do you think the american flag or the british flag um if you're asking ooh, um i just see flag a, comparison if it's just flag comparison i think the british flag is better but if it's people comparison i think both are equally as bad oh. i don't like british people or american people but at least american people don't have a stupid little accent Ooh. That's there, a hot take there goes some people all think of the our british, british listeners british, british <laughs> accents sorry. are better they make people hotter. Some people think British British accents yeah. make people hotter. Are you hotter. just trying to win them back, do you think? British people don't have lips. 
Look at Harry oh, Styles. Boy. Look at that Harry Styles pillow right now. There's not much lips on yes, that man. Keelan is holding up like a Harry We're Styles We're at my house thing. this week, guys. Yeah. Um, Our audio is probably not. Listen, we're doing the best we can. Yes, Just we appreciate are. that there's an episode. <laughs> Be thankful. Okay, I thought um, for Let's Recommend a Thing, we would maybe talk about like a, a good thing that we... I don't know, like maybe something we watched or we listened to. It could be recent or it could just be like throughout the entire year. Um. Any good shows or music? Um. I'm going to, to clarify, I didn't just spring this on them, listener. Listen, I it don't, was... I don't do anything. Um. What is, what I'm trying to think of new music I got. Into okay, if I got sorry. into new music, let me go on let my me, Spotify yeah, because check. let me. Why don't tell you go first, Jackson? I think my thing is gonna be um. It was an album I had discovered for myself. Um, it's Sufjan Stevens' Carrie and Lowell. Oh, I love that That's album. Quite possibly, like my favorite album. It's so. I, uh, wait, what's it called? Sufjan had like a so the the whole album is he had a really complicated relationship with his mom and. He wasn't really close with her. Relatable. But then they started to have more of a relationship. But around that same time, she um, died of... I think she had lung cancer. And Mm -hmm. so at this time... And, like, the whole album is just, like, an exploration and just of his relationship with his mom and him, like, processing her Mm -hmm. death. And it's it's really beautiful. If I'm... I have cried. If we're going through albums, um, I listen to like uh cleopatra by the lumineers the entire mm-hmm. album and i really like that um just kind of like the raw sound of it and mm-hmm. um a lot of it's like growing up growing older like going through life challenges mm. coming um, of age yeah music. coming of age um a song that i really like is ophelia by marika hackman i'm mm-hmm. sorry if i'm pronouncing that wrong i really like the lyricism in that um mm-hmm. And I'm looking through my playlist at the moment. You got Keelan's got nothing. Well, I do have something, but like it's really lame compared to your your guys. Let's hear it. Let's see what you've got. Well, it's a band that I really like that I just got into like this year called Mojo Flow, and Mm. it's a really small band that um they're located in Columbus, Ohio, which Mm -hmm. is where I'm from. And they're a really cool. They're they have a really good. Um, they're they're a funk band, so they're they're more jazzy. They have, mm-hmm. um, I think they have one, two, three, I think five members. And the lead singer, her name is um, Amber Nicole, and she does like um, she does like hula hooping while she's singing and dancing, and she oh, like so she got, does like, like, real like stage yeah, she's got she can like juggle and do back bends, and she's like very flexible and. She's also a yoga instructor. Nice. She's really talented, and I think you guys should check them out on Spotify. I'm going to plug that. Plug plug their Spotify, Mojo Flow. A couple other albums I recommend is Sling by Claro. I really enjoyed that album. I also enjoyed Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Um, of course, we have to talk about Lucius Fox. Oh, Lucius Fox! Fox. I actually love their music. It's so fire. So, um, it's... I hope you're listening. Yes. So, is... He's actually our chemistry. Well, he. I'm still gonna have him for chemistry later this year, but I was like, I'm gonna do earth and space science because rocks. Mm. But yes, there's also like a musical group which. Check them out. I'll link them. 
Probably. This is going up relatively quickly after we record it. So hello everyone, you're hearing us very soon. And um, I'm thinking, it feels like our show, yeah? Yeah, that yeah. seems, that All right, seems we, uh, everyone. we did it. Thanks. Uh, this episode is probably a little bit wackier than usual, maybe less put together. Sorry, but like, obviously, lots of things. I got mm. COVID, but now I'm okay. Um, busy times. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing and liking and following. Congratulations, everyone, for whatever you did. If it was good, nice work. If you if, survived. Yeah, if it was bad. <coughs> oh, <God>. oh, no. <laughs> it was bad. There was some That's irony. okay. Uh, you can follow us if you want. You don't have to, though. Follow us. Yes. I'll come in your bed in, at night and, um place the hero boy uh figurine of hero boy next to your head while you sleep and you'll wake up and oh, his no. glossy eyes will be staring at you oh please no uh does anyone have anything else to plug or no um, i think that's it. Uh, no just come see curtains if you can if you can uh do the right thing try your best be a good person bye do, do your best drink water don't bye. drink and drive I drink water it's good bye yep.